0: Log
1: Talk Radio. Let me tell you about something new. It's time. A new show called G's Power. G's Power. Real talk for real, Saints. Are you ready? And it's for real.
2: All shows can be downloaded if you miss one or found on iTunes the next day. Jeez Power Hour is powered by Never Had It So Good Sports Media Network. G's
0: Power Hour. Yeah. Well, good Monday morning, brothers and sisters, kings and
2: queens, angels and saints. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to G's Power Hour on Never Had a So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. And we know that a lot of you are getting ready to send the youngins back to school. So, you know, pack you know, pack your patience. We thank you for taking the time out today. So it is the first Monday of the month and that means we are talking things happen at home. Uh we have our first guest today, Mr. John Robinson.
1: Good morning. How you doing? Great risings to you and all the guests.
2: Thank you. Thank you. So, you had a good weekend?
1: Yes, ma'am. I had a blessed weekend. Uh I actually went out and fed the homeless with a, uh organization called Hungry Lives Matter. Oh, no.
2: Specifically about some point. So just uh, when I call you up about that, you know, and if you want to have some other guests join us too to talk about that, that would be great.
0: So good yeah, work. Good
2: work. Glad to hear that. So um, we, I wanted to ask you about people who may be planning, you know, and, and I wanna should have probably talked about this a little bit earlier in the year, but, You know, I mean, we're in the heat of things, but it might cool off, and then we still kind of got to worry about the peak of hurricane season next month. So we want to talk about people who may be planning a major home improvement, you know, not just maybe painting the interior of the house or something like that, but things that require timelines and permits and whatnot. So... I wanted to ask you questions about that. It, it, what is considered, I guess, a, a project where you would have to secure permits and, and like, uh, funding for uh, contractors and whatnot? Can you tell me?
1: Yes, ma'am. Um, there's several projects that we have going on that require pulling permits. Um, this most simple one is... Um, doing replacing your water heater you're supposed to pull a permit for that but most people don't uh, because there's no way they can check and see if you check your water heater there's no documentation of the water heater but it is required uh, just in case you just in case you have a contractor or someone that tells you you may need one you do need one but if the person knows what they're doing um, I've been changing water heaters out for years, um uh until I found out about you have to pull a permit for them. Um, other things such as putting in windows or putting in doors, um um, 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 um any kind of uh if you're I know closing.
3: Oh, because the roofs require
2: one.
1: And yes, yeah, Ruth, windows and doors
2: Yeah, when I put in my sliding glass door, and I changed it up a little bit because I got one that had um, kind of the panes in it and stuff, so it kind of looked like a French door, but it's a slider. And I didn't realize at the time you needed a permit to do that.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so a lot of those things uh, require permits, uh, even even, uh, redoing your plumbing. It's all for the protection of you. It's not for them just trying to take money from you, but it's for the protection of you to make sure you're getting a, a qualified and licensed person to do so. Uh, there are some people that are not licensed that are very well qualified to do the job, but I would I would recommend uh, if you got got the information from someone else that has already used their services, that would be the only way that I would say using someone that is not licensed to do things. As far as uh like putting in gas water heaters, um, I am definitely not licensed uh, to do gas water heaters, but I have put them in. Um, I'm very, uh, very uh, safe when it comes to doing things like that because uh, I do carry insurance um, it's best to get a, a, a contractor or a handyman that has insurance uh, for anything that is unforeseen that pops up because, we, as we all know, life happens. It, it's not that a person is to be to blame for things, but things, things really do happen. There's nothing we can do about life happening. But we try to make the best decisions when it comes to Picking out a contractor, make sure he comes replicable. Make sure that um, you've seen seen their work, seen actual work that they've done. Because there's some guys out there that will. Uh, uh, I've had past employees use pictures of work that we did together, but of course I was doing most of the work. They were my helper, and they would show pictures like oh, this is what we're doing today, and they really had no clue about really what they were doing, and they will get people to give deposits and stuff, and then the customer is um, out of money at that time, and then they have to call in new contractors to to finish up or to fix what someone, done, someone has done that is de- definitely unqualified to do so. So please do your homework. When it comes to finding a contractor or a handyman to do your work, um, it's, it's, it's imperative because you don't want to lose money when you're doing these things. And uh, back to things that take to pull permits, um, like I said, you definitely want to uh, have those things inspected, inspects your roof. You have guys out here, that are not putting things, putting the shingles on right. They're not putting the drip edge on right, and they're just not doing things right. They're just trying to get your money. They'll come in at a lower bid, and you're pretty much stuck uh, with paying several thousand dollars for a roof. And then there, you can have an inspector come back out, and the inspector will not pass it, and they will have to pull that whole roof completely back off. Um, we had a, done a job this past week where um, some guys came in and put a roof on, and they didn't do it right, so they had to pull the roof all the way out, all the way back off. And oh, no. uh, the inspector, the inspector was correct in what he found, and they had to do it right. So that's why you definitely would want to get someone that is licensed and pulling permits for your property.
2: And see, these are part of the reasons why I wanted to discuss this today because we all, you know, a lot of us look at those shows on TVs and we say, oh, we want to get this done, oh, we want to get that done. And that's all well and good, but it's more than a notion. You can't just jump up and and do it, or you may have planned it out, you know, the way you thought it should go in your head, and it's like, oh, no, there's other things that that need to be considered. So... um, when we talk about pulling permits um, and inspections and all of that type of stuff, we're talking about uh, uh, things that add to the timeline. So what, how long usually, because if this goes through our local governments or whatever, how long are we talking usually when we talk about having to wait for a permit or having to wait for, you know, a project or certain phases of a project to be approved?
1: Um, it's all up to downtown when it comes to those permits. If uh, sometime you can get lucky and get them done in a pretty – within a couple of weeks, sometime there's a six-week window, sometime there's a 14-week window, uh, it all depends on what you're having to get done. Because you have to think about uh, out of the hundreds of thousands of homes that are located in Central Florida, they they have a lot of uh, paperwork in there. So it takes time to go through that paperwork with minimal staff. And that's why stuff takes so long. And I know you sit back and you're like, oh, man, why is it taking this permit so long? Uh, and then sometimes it's all in who you know. Some people have been doing it so long that when they go in they already have uh people that they've been working with for years and uh they it's all in who you know sometimes and but to get these permits pulled you have to be patient. Uh I know a lot of I have a lot of customers say that they want to have stuff done like right now but realistically if you're saying you want it done right now you still can wait to get it done. Um unless you have an emergency to get done. But if you have timetables, like you're off of work or or you're taking a vacation during that time, then those are things that have to be scheduled accordingly. Um, I love my customers, but every one of my customers feel like they're number one because I treat them like that. And I try to get to everybody that I can, but some customers have to understand that, It takes time for when it comes to pulling permits and get projects moving like that. Uh, If I'm already working on someone's house, you can't expect me to drop their house to go do your house. And if I'm working on your house, you wouldn't want me to drop your work to go do someone else's work. So I just try to uh, explain to my customers so that they're very knowledgeable about the process and doing this and also, um, how they need to prepare if they need to put up valuable things, pull things off walls, move furniture around in order so that the project will go smoothly. Uh if they don't want to move things, there are there's always a charge to move things and uh so that we would be accountable for if something gets broken so um it's being charged on the insurance uh to get whatever is broken or taken care of. That's why we always ask the customer to move their own stuff so we don't end up having to be responsible for something that is being broken. Uh, we cover up things, put up um, put up visqueen and plastic throughout the home so that the areas that we're working will contain as much as the dust that we can. But I always tell people once, once the job is done, you're going to still need to do a deep cleaning because the AC has a tendency to pick up the dust and move it, um, and it's kind of no way to get a, get around. Uh, there are some companies that are, that are out there called Dustless. They they do dustless uh, uh, jobs, but they have the equipment to do those things. If and then you're going to pay for those things. Say. If you're paying to get your bathroom renovated, you're looking at probably ten grand to get it renovated because of the different upgrades and knocking out walls, replacing plumbing, putting in soaker tubs, and things like that. And then you have this company that does dustless, where you don't have to worry about cleaning up after the fact. That's going to be fifteen hundred or more. Uh, you have to pay for what you get, so you can't expect someone to come in and do a job, and you're not paying for uh, all of those amenities. But preferably you pick a contractor that's a very clean contractor. Like myself, we like to clean up every day after we're done working so that no tools and things are laying around and um, so that the home is free of debris. Uh, If it's an empty home, that would be the only way that, you know, stuff, debris would be left in uh, a portion of the room, but not in a way that someone couldn't walk through and take a look at things. So um, that's pretty much uh, the things that we need to do and look forward to when we have these big projects coming about.
2: We are going to take a quick break. We are here with, John Robinson, who's given us the insight into what we need to do and what the real timelines and costs might actually be to get it done. This is G's Power Hour i I've Never Had So Good Entertainment. If you have questions or comments, by the way, the number is 516-387-1944, and we will be right back.
0: Over the
3: past 60 years, Dove Beauty Bar's superior formula has remained unchanged. But when it comes to beauty everything changed together
0: we redefined beauty we said no to stereotypes and yes to every type we let go of judgments and embraced what makes us unique
2: we're proud to have been there with you caring for you every step of the way here's to the next 60 years having a wedding reception family reunion planning a banquet or some other fundraising event need to share your knowledge through a workshop or seminar, or it's a difficult time and you need to plan a wake or repast, let us help. At Our Gatherings, let us reduce the stress and make the occasion memorable, treasured. Call Our Gatherings at 407-968-9387 or email gatherings at yahoo.com. Let us help plan your special event. Good morning. Welcome back to G's Power Hour I've Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. We are discussing all things house and home. Uh, well, today we're talking a little bit about uh, processes that you just kind of may <laughs> ignore or just aren't aware of, and, and, you know, you know, especially checking out who's doing the work for you, uh, as Mr. Robinson said, um, making sure that they're, you know, licensed, you know, making sure they're p- pulling the proper permits so this stuff doesn't come back on you and you have to tear stuff apart, uh, making sure that you've budgeted properly. There's, you know, more than a notion than doing that special uh, project that you have in mind. And the number is if you have questions or comments. But before we go any further, we are, you know, our kids are heading back to school and they're considering various choices in terms of classes and, and career moves and all that type of stuff. How did you, Mr. Robinson, get involved in what you do?
1: Well, my dad used to do a lot of renovations to our own home and to, like, the church and – um different family members home and um i saw what he was doing and i saw how he did it he did a lot of things that were not by not to code and i didn't want and i didn't want to do that kind of stuff i wanted to make sure everything was done right and um, because my dad didn't—he didn't go to school to do these things. He was just trying to make, you know, just make the best of what he had. I'm not saying that uh, he was wrong in what he was doing. He's had things that that I saw that was still working that wasn't—it didn't seem like it should be working. And I share that um, there was—I went home to Alabama to, to uh, renovate my mom's bathroom for her and. As I began to take stuff apart, I saw things that my dad did. I was like, "Oh my God, how is this still working?" So um, normally, the faucet up under the sink, the drain line is a PVC pipe, or some people, if you're in an older house, it may be cast iron, it may be copper, or it may be brass. Um, but what my dad had did, um, he had connected a bicycle inner tube to the drain line. And I was like, "There's no way this should be working, but it was working fine uh, of course, I took it out and put the right stuff in but um um uh because of the inner tube being lubricated by the water and its rubber it 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 didn't it didn't rot it didn't dry rot because the water was running through it so it it just amazed me that I found that, but of course, I fixed it the correct way uh with p v c uh, uh, the P trap and the drain line that I added to the new sink. But I, I said that all to say this: you run across all kind of things in diff- in everyone's house. There's, there's it doesn't seem to mean to be the same in everyone's house because different builders come in and do different things, and you have different uh, different um, um, contractors that do things differently. They everybody doesn't do the th- do everything the same way. And you run into different types of material. And the one thing that I like about uh, myself and uh, my business partner is that we 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 come together and look at things and come up with a solution. Um, we've gotten material straight from the factory that was defective uh, because we understand that since COVID, the quality of stuff that you're getting is not like it used to be. There are some things that come totally disassembled. Um, you know, you try to charge a customer a reasonable price to come in and install things, um, and then you end up having to, like, if someone orders a uh, a vanity, the vanity is completely disassembled, and you have to put the vanity together, the drawers together, and the everything you have to put it together manually, but co- most customers don't don't realize that takes time to do all that. It's not like you can just buy a buy something that's already completed from the store and put it in and put it in. It, it doesn't work that way anymore, unless you're going to spend the money to buy from buy from companies that have stuff that's preassembled. And um, we we run like I said, we run into so many different things as far as even plumbing and even electrical. Uh, we went in one guy house, uh, one of my clients' house in Alabama here recently, and this guy had came in and put soffit lights all the way around his house. And soffit is the outside of the house that's up under the eave, the part that if it's raining, you can stand up against the house and you won't get in there, supposedly won't get wet right up under that area. And he had lights throughout his house. His house looked beautiful at night. But we went up in the attic, and we saw that the guy who ran the wires, he just put the wires together and uh, did not put them inside of an electrical box. And it wasn't, everything was just taped up and just ran throughout the ran throughout the guy's attic, which potentially could have been a fire hazard. Thank God that it wasn't. But when we saw this, we corrected it and fixed it for him. And also, we noticed how hot the guy's attic was, and his attic um, did not have any roof vents. That's the air. So that's the air that's allowed to go out. To when, once it raises up in the attic, it goes out to the air. It has vents that it goes out. So his air was staying in his house. And he kept like, man, something's up with my A.C., my house stays hot. And we're explaining to him that the heat is actually staying in the house and it's actually going down inside of his walls, which is warming up the walls of the house, so that makes the house even hotter. The attic on a cool day when we was there was 140 degrees. And then we also went inside of the living room to the highest point in the living room we used our uh, thermometer, and it was 98 degrees inside of the house with the AC on. Dropped down to, I think you had the AC drop down to maybe like 95, 96. Mm-hmm. Was it 95? Uh, no, not not 95, 96. It was 70, uh, 75.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The AC was on 75. So, yeah. Um, when you have people come into your house that can let you know there are different things wrong, that is a good contractor because they're not looking at just one thing. They're looking at everything to help you out, to let you know, hey, this is It's not like going to the mechanic and the mechanic is like, well, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. And sometimes that stuff is not wrong, but they're just trying to get extra money out of it. But when you have a contractor to come in, uh, especially one that you trust, he's going to be telling you things that, that's that's for your for your good. So, um, the guy he's, uh, as far as I know, he's already, he's gotten the roof taken care of. So his house should be cooling, but I, I don't know because he hasn't even stayed back in his house yet. I think he's supposed to be moving back to his house this week uh, because there are sometimes when people come in to do work in your homes, you have to uh, you have to have to. Um, Maybe take a take a break and uh, let them do what they need to do, so they're not tracking in and out of your house while you're in there coming and leaving all times of the day. So, um, but my dad is what inspired me. Um, that's why I got into what I'm, I'm I do.
2: Okay, well, I'm, it's nice to hear that. You know, in terms of parents being an inspiration, you know, because a lot of times. <laughs> you ask people you know who inspired you you know and, and it's all it's sometimes you know people outside of the family and it's still it's nice to have you know someone like a, a parent or you know a, a relative to still be a source of inspiration to to young people you know um instead instead of all of the people that get glamorized and all of the idols and stuff like that so so um i got a couple of questions real quick. One is, if you, let's say, are planning on doing a, a project that you want to have done by the holiday season because you think you might have guests coming, um, is, is this a good time to get started on that plan? And, and uh, what, what kind of uh, pitfalls might you run into?
1: Yes, ma'am. This right now is a great time because most people have family coming in, in November and Thanksgiving, I normally get an mm-hmm. influx of uh, work right before Thanksgiving because people waiting to the last minute, and also Christmas. Uh, people mm-hmm. have a lot of family coming in for Christmas. So August, September, and October are all good times uh, to get stuff done because you're at the end of the summer. Uh, the kids are going back to school, and you don't have to worry about them being in the house, getting in the way. and. Um, uh, and then some people that work for the schooling system, uh, it's good that they get stuff done during the summer because they're home during the summer. So right now is a great time to get work done or work completed in your home.
2: All right, sir. So, um, in the you know, we talked about permitting, we talked about you know time, different timelines and stuff. We talked about inspections, um, and, and costs. Uh, anything else we need to be considering when we're planning these projects?
1: Just remember to be patient. Uh, things mm-hmm. happen. Um, just hopefully you have a dependable contractor and and remember and still remember life happens. I know you want to get things done in a timely manner, and prayerfully everything works out the way that it's supposed to. Most of the time it does, but something like during this COVID season, we've had had jobs where jobs had to be put on hold because either someone in that household caught COVID or one of the workers caught COVID, so we had to shut the jobs down for a little while until, those people got better. Um, it's just life happens, and just remember that, and just try to be as nice to us as we are to you, because uh, some people can get irate, and and uh, if you have notes that you've taken notes about conversations or text messages, those are always best is to do text messages so you can always go back or 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 look at the invoices and go back and see uh, what the person has written down because you have people that they don't read through their contracts and invoices. They're just assuming, okay, I'm supposed to get this done, and it's not in the contract. And then they get mad at the contractor because they weren't specific in what they asked for. They was just thinking that that's what they wanted. So just be very specific and, the things that you want, and make sure it is well documented. That will always help you out in the long run.
2: Also, real quick, and because I, I know you gotta go, well, actually, I know you gotta go, so I'm gonna let you go. I'll ask another time. I thank you though for taking the time out today. Really appreciate it. You have a blessed day, and talk to you next month, God willing.
1: Yes, ma'am. All right. Have a blessed day and all the callers. My name is John Robinson, and my company name is J.L. Robinson Renovations, and I can be reached at 321-303-8186, 321-303-8186. And also, if you mention where you heard this number from, you will get a 10% discount. Have a blessed and awesome day.
2: You, too, Mr. Robinson. Thanks so much. And we are going to take a quick break. If you have questions or comments, the number is 516-387-1944. Jeez, power hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. We'll be right back.
3: This is Douglas Dobbs of Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service. We have served the Central Florida community for 29 years with quality funeral and cremation services. Honoring all religions and faith, we have been here for many grieving families. Whether it's a complete funeral service with a burial or a simple dignified cremation, Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service is here for you. Located at 430 North Kirkman Road at the 408 Expressway. Dobbs Cremation and Funeral Service, 407-578-7720. Dobbs, dedicated to serving our families. Hi, I'm Tim Garrison. Uh, You may know me as Timmy G., Yeah, I know. It's been two decades, but I want you to know I'm back in the Arcotrix. And I've got a mix of music that can help you relax and chill out. It's smooth. It's relaxing. It's chill out jazz. The soulful mix of smooth jazz, soul, and smooth R and B. So join me every Wednesday night, ten PM to midnight on K Ham Radio.
0: Are you chillin'?
2: Good afternoon. Welcome back to G's Power Hour on Never Had It So Good Entertainment. I am your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. And uh, you know how we talk about life happens. You know, know, we have these contractors, these repair people that come in and they they do work for us and stuff like that, and we try to nail down a schedule and Sometimes we can and sometimes we can't. So unfortunately right now, uh Jabir Najir, our um mortgage guru, is not gonna be able to join us this afternoon because he's got um work being done. Um so we will have we will get catch up with him at another time. So uh just wanted to uh talk a little bit about well what can I talk about? So much to talk about Um, but wanted to just talk about staying hydrated i know that we you know i've been harping on this but i you know the more that this summer heat continues the more i keep hearing about just how the the heat can really impact people that already have pre-existing conditions like diabetes like you know heart problems you know the elevation in temperatures can tax your organs, in you know, in terms of trying to keep your body cool, uh, cooled off. So please, you know, get some water, get some coconut water, you know, whatever you have to do to stay hydrated. Um, try to stay away from the caffeine. You know, I know people are like, well, you know, coffee, and they have to have the caffeine. I have decaf coffee. I still have. Put plenty of energy to keep me going You know, and there's other things to keep you going You know, I, I've been drinking like The V8, some of the Energy drinks that have the tea and the stuff Like that, but I will, ju- I will just say You know, it, especially if you're sensitive To caffeine, try Not to, you know, and take Too much of that because I do notice A difference in terms of when I've had More caffeine than I should So, but uh, You know, we want to make sure that you are Staying cool, so I've had to tax my air conditioner in my car a lot more than I've had to, but whatever it takes to keep you cool, you know, maybe just uh, the less amount of traveling you have to do, especially during the middle of the day. I mean, even if it's, you know, from one side of the city to the other, whatever you have to do, just, you know, minimize it or do it very early in the morning or, um, you know, when the sun starts to set a little bit but we want you to stay safe and healthy, so do that. Let's see, I guess I've asked a lot of different people about their career paths. I can talk a little bit about mine, sort of, although mine has just deviated all over the place. But initially, um, I went to school for broadcasting. I, I got, well, I got a degree in communications. I started out, I guess you could say, in high school, Working for my school well, newspaper, and I guess you can't say working, but it was a class, you know, so I, I was uh, working with the school newspaper in high school, and then um, got into college, didn't necessarily work jobs in the field right away, you know, basically, <laughs> sometimes you just have to work to pay for college, uh, but then I did end up getting uh, a job with uh The the college, the campus radio station WUSF for a while. I did some anchoring and reporting for them briefly. And then also, I got a job with a magazine. Now, I wasn't doing writing like I hoped to, but you know, I was doing ad sales and whatnot. Just things to try to get my foot in the door and sometimes that's what you have to do I even did that at a radio station and a television station I had skills as a receptionist and it was like I couldn't get into the newsroom right away or you know in the you know wherever I wanted to go right away so I said well might as well I need a job got to pay the bills so got in as a receptionist and stuff like that but eventually um, <laughs> Encountered different people. You know, one of the good things about, you know, currently, you know, I'm involved with the Central Florida Association of Black Journalists. Um, I've been involved with various black journalist organizations through the course of, of my career. Um, that are affiliated with the National Association of Black Journalists. So I was involved in the Tampa group. Um, I moved to Dayton, Ohio, was involved in that, Jacksonville, and then um, Orlando for uh, a good number of years. Uh, and so a lot of those types of things help in making the transition. is also um, the Society of Professional Journalists, you know you make connections, and that kind of helps you move along in your career path. um One of the catalysts for me when I thought I was kind of at my breaking point when I was wasn't sure if I wanted to move forward was one of those national association of black journalists conventions and um i I was at a point where um my job did get into I did get managed to get into an associate producer position in Tampa part time and then eventually went full time but I just did not feel that I was moving the way I wanted to or should and started to get discouraged but I still kept um up with uh NABJ and went to an NABJ convention and I almost did not go to the job fair is that one of, that's one of the good things They had a job fair every year uh, You know I just felt Like I, I had already Made the, the convention Was like around July, August And I had already made my decision That by the time the holidays came In December um, That I was going to take Any remaining Vacation time and any remaining Sick time around that time And I was just done And so I you know I kept getting people say you know you should, really should go to the job fair, so I did walk in one day and I prepared like you do when you go to these job fairs. Uh, unfortunately, I, there's a part of it that I, I'm very grateful that I went, but there's a part of it that feels like you're at uh, a cattle call or a meat market or something like that, and there's so many people that are clamoring for the few positions that are available, but. In this particular case, I went, um, and I was aimlessly walking in there, and a lady smiled at me. The table was right in front of me, and she waved me over. And we started talking. She was actually a headhunter. uh, And uh, she asked me some questions. What was I doing? What did I want to do? And I talked with her briefly, and she said, um, if you go down to this table, uh, for, it was just down from where she was, and she said, there uh, is a gentleman by the name of Mark Casey. I remember his name well, um, and he was very nice and very encouraged, very encouraging. But, you know, when I went to the table, there were, it was a line, and there were other people that were in line in front of me. And like I said, I was just at that point where I I was like, what's the point? And I think I almost started to walk off, and he said, I'll be right with you. Give me just one moment. And so I stayed. And then when it was my turn, I handed my resume and everything, and we started talking, and we were talking. And I, I was looking around, and there were other people in the line behind me, and I you know was trying to be polite and said, well, you know, I, you know, thank you for your time and all. He's like, you yeah, know, sit down, don't worry about it. <laughs> you
0: know.
2: Um I don't know, but we connected. He told me what he needed from me. Um and I will just venture to say that within 6 weeks I was leaving my um job that I had in Tampa. And I was headed to Dayton, Ohio, and I was taking a job as a full-time producer with a contract for uh, the next three years. Um, Making, starting off with more than I was making when I was, because what I was making uh, at the time in Tampa was $16,000 a year just for the base salary. And with all of the overtime I was working, I ended up making 19000 a year. Plus, I was working two other jobs. I was working um, at a community newspaper, um, and I was working at a radio station on Saturdays doing, uh, doing news and traffic and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so I was almost working seven days a week. Um, but at the time, it was what, to me, as far as I was concerned, what it took to get where I needed to be. Um, sometimes we don't feel like <laughs> we need to work that when we're younger, you know, and sometimes we do. We do need to put in the work. We do need to, you know, plus we're learning along the way, which we just sometimes we don't realize how much we're learning. And sometimes it's not just about job skills. It's about life skills. It's about learning how to communicate and work with people and, and discovering who your allies really are and who can help you and who can hurt you along the way. So uh, though there are life lessons along the way. Um, and especially uh, at the time that I was going, you know, just racism necessarily isn't blatant uh racism is sometimes very subdued, um, but it's, like I said, it's a matter of, of learning not only the skills of the job, but in the, the inner working, the inner politics that come along with it, um, and just getting to know yourself and what you are and are not willing to do and, and you know, how you wake up and look, in, in the morning and look at yourself in the mirror. I remember my mom Telling me about that as well because that was just very important because she knew she she knew that my conscience sometimes was going to pull me back but she also knew that that was going to be my saving grace um, and my faith you know so she was I I was very blessed to have her in my corner when I was going through the growing pains of of getting started in my broadcasting career so thanks mom thanks dad. Uh, God rest, you know, (laughs) rest them both. But, you know, very blessed to have them in in terms of my backbone. Uh, But, yeah, you you do have to have that. So anyway, like I said, in six weeks' time, I was headed up to Dayton, Ohio, and I had people even until the last day of um, when I was, uh, you know, had resigned and, you know, they're celebrating my going or whatever, and they're like, you're not really going to go, she's not really going to go, you know, because I was very close to my parents. I'm an only child, and, you know, my parents and I were really close, and, you know, but I'm, I'm a 30-something-year-old person, uh, you know, I'm an adult, you know, making adult decisions, and it was an adult decision that I received support on, and it was time to go. Uh, so, you know, there are just various things that you find that are the catalyst to help you make the decisions you need to. And some decisions are not easy, uh, but you you take what you learn and you keep going and you make those decisions that are going to make a positive impact on your career. And then you have to always remember the people that helped you along the way. Uh, I have to thank also a couple of other people, Les Howard, Barbara Callahan, Rita Sicarello, um, those in addition to uh, Mr. Casey were people that saw something in me and took a chance. So, uh, and I got to thank Princess Cooper too, by the way, because if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be here doing this uh, this podcast. So, uh, thank you very much. She's been a, a force. She's been very generous, generous, and she's stuck with me. Um, and allowed me to do my thing here so but anyway we are going to take a quick break if you have questions or comments or you know you want to do, shout out some advice to our young people or parents of our young people who are preparing to send the, the orange county kids back to school the number is 516 power hour i've never had it so good entertainment we'll be right back
0: I'm Tim Karras, and I think I found a way to help you understand what is chill out jazz. Some of y'all may be confused. Because of the style we choose, we make jazz and R&B. We don't categorize, we just make what sound good. This is it jazz. It is what it, it is. Is R&B? Tune in every Wednesday night at 10 on oh. K-Ham
3: Radio. It's just, it's just, it's just. dedicated to serving our families.
2: Good afternoon. Welcome back to G's Power Hour I Never Had It So Good Entertainment. Ooh, I'm your host, G. Thanks so much for being with us today. We're going to get out of here. Um, but one of the things that I noticed that was a recurring theme uh, when we've had our different guests on over the past week or two is mentorship and how important that was and and just having to have someone to kind of, you know, uh, help you focus on what it is that you want to do and and how to get there. And, and, uh, you know, even if it's by example or if it's by, you know, helping you get the connections or providing you with a particular program. Um, So uh, if you have some time or at least maybe reassess your time, and take some time to be a mentor. There are tons of kids out there that really need that person to kind of say, you know, hey, you know, I'm not sure about, you know, the way you're approaching, you know, your your career choices, your course choices, uh, your choices in terms of who you hang out with. You know, let me suggest to you something different let me suggest another approach you know and um you know you could be that person that turns that student's life around that points them in the right direction that connects them with different people that helps set them on the right the right career path that uses um their talents and their abilities as best as possible so you know please consider it i'm hoping to have some uh, mentorship programs. On, I also saw something recently about how you can start a mentorship program. So I'm going to try to uh, track that down again and put that on the G's Power Hour Facebook page. So anyway, we're going to go by. The, by the way, this week we have our cardio, cardiologist on, um, Dr. Taiwan Tillman. He will be on Wednesday, and then our diet diva Tara Collingwood on Friday. So if you have questions or, or comments or suggestions for either of them, please you know send me a message on the G's Power Hour Facebook page. And thank you for listening. This has been G's Power Hour. I've never had it so good entertainment. Be well, be safe, be blessed, stay cool, and please remember, all real power comes from God. Take care.